It's time for Northwestern Outdoors Radio, the show focusing on fishing, hunting, outdoor recreation, destinations, and conservation in the region where you live and play. Northwestern Outdoors is brought to you by Max Lure Company, Sportsman's Warehouse, and Wallowa County. And now, let's see what's going on in the field and on the water with your host, John Cruz. It's Memorial Day weekend, and a lot of you are on the road. And with that in mind, we've got a special destination show for you today, highlighting one of the best smallmouth bass fisheries in North America, along with a little bit of solid catfish and walleye fishing on the side. You'll find these fisheries in the Columbia River Gorge bordering Oregon and Washington. We'll be spending time in both the Dalles and Rufus, Oregon this weekend with some great guests who will tell you all about the fishing here and more. One of those guests is Wendy Boyer. She's the owner of Gorge Outfitter Supply in Rufus. If you are still looking for something to do this weekend, head on over to Rufus and buy a ticket to participate in the annual Catfish Derby taking place on the lower eight miles of the John Day River today and tomorrow. You can certainly bring your boat, but there's also plenty of room to fish from shore at LePage Park, and that ticket will also allow you to enjoy some great food at the awards dinner Sunday afternoon, along with some live country music. As for the bass fishing, the secret about this place is getting out and the Apex Pro Tour, which consists of the best anglers in the Wild West Bass Tournament Trail, were competing here during a week-long tournament called the Spartan 580. We'll talk to Rick McBride with the Wild West Bass Trail about how the fishing went and also about this premier West Coast tournament circuit that has recently expanded into the Pacific Northwest from California. Who won this grueling multi-day tournament? You'll find out right after the final weigh-in because we'll get a chance to talk to that talented angler and get his take on the fishing around here and also find out what he used to fish his way to the Spartan 580 trophy. One great thing about this event was that the final day last Saturday was a community day sponsored by the Dalles Area Chamber of Commerce. There were vendors along with games and fun activities for the kids at the Dalles Dam Visitor Center and an official weigh-in for the Fish with the Pro Celebrity Tournament that took place for three hours earlier that day. Local politicians, business leaders, and more all hopped in a boat with one of the Apex Tour pros and competed to see who would catch the heaviest limit of five smallmouth bass on a beautiful, sunny, and calm day. I was lucky enough to fish this event, too, and found myself in Bo Fletcher's roomy 21-foot champion bass boat zipping up and down the river at nearly 60 miles an hour looking for schools of smallmouth. We caught our five fish limit and a whole bunch more, and although we did not come out on top, we sure enjoyed a great morning on the water. Another angler fishing this local celebrity tournament was a man named John. He specializes in egg financing at Columbia Bank in the Dalles, a topic he told me he'd be happy to talk about for hours. But fortunately for you and me, he is also an avid angler, so instead of talking egg finance, we convinced him to chat with us not only about his fun morning of catching bass, but also about many other mornings he spent on the Columbia River around the Dalles going after salmon walleye and sturgeon so let's hit the road and head to the columbia river gorge and along the way we'll also check in for an extended max minute give you your sportsman's warehouse trivia question of the week and see what's going on this week on sportsman spotlight 
A miss and a long walk in the middle of the night can certainly test the mettle of any hunter. David Sparks, Sportsman Spotlight. Christian Questad and his hunting partner Nathan had done it all, followed a trophy elk for over a week, and finally got it lined up for a decent shot about 700 yards, but Christian practices shots at a 1,000 all the time. Anyway, the bull was lined up, Christian pulled the trigger, and missed. The bull swung his head around and disappeared. It took us almost five hours to get back from where we were hunting in that spot. The next day, we couldn't find him again, and so we found a smaller bull that he'd pushed off his cows. That bull wasn't too smart and actually was still coming to calls. So the neat thing was, since it wasn't a personal best for either one of them, we got on the satellite and texted Nathan's wife and had him bring an 11-year-old son up, and we came down off the mountain and went and got him, brought him up and got him in position the next day, and he got this bull. It was a solid 300-point Six by six that had its fifth and sixth broke off on one side. It was really unique, had a lot of character, cool looking bull. Probably hooked that kid for life. That was his first animal. Yeah. We might have to have him along with us all the time. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But obviously, some of the hunts he can't do. But almost every story, whether we've been successful or not, always comes out being enjoyable. Isn't that the truth? That's why they call it hunting. It ain't like shooting fish in a barrel. Hope you enjoyed Sportsman Spotlight. I'm David Sparks. You've probably been told that to reach a millennial farmer, you have to go digital. Hmm. Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, an online publication, or maybe a podcast. Hmm. But which one? Oh, and how receptive is this age group to your sales pitch during non-work social time? Maybe the best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they are, well, quite frankly, farming. You know, it's easy for us to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of a pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on listening to this station featuring the Ag Information Network News. If you'd like to deliver information about your terrific product or service, give us a call and we'll connect you directly with our community of loyal farmer listeners. Reach real farmers right here, right now as they listen to what is important to their farm operation. They trust us. They'll trust you. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Going to get up before the sun. Rise above us. Got a bamboo pole and a leaky boat. It ain't much, but if you pay a little... You're back in with Northwestern Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz. We are broadcasting from the Columbia River Gorge today. I'm with Randy McBride. He's the operations director and a tournament director for the Wild West Bass tournament circuit and they are considered the premier tournament circuit on the west coast they are up here in the columbia river gorge they are fishing a tournament here we're going to tell you more about in just a second randy welcome to the show thank you john i appreciate you being here so today is kind of championship day it all comes down to today in this tournament called the spartan 580 let's talk about the wild west bass tournament trail or circuit Tell me a little bit about the history of this and why it's considered such a high-end tournament here in the West. John, we started the company in uh, 2015, had our first events, and we, we started out team circuit and as well a pro-am circuit and uh, advanced from there, obviously. Been doing it you know, for you know, five, six years now, and uh, we keep growing adding events different levels the apex tour that's going on now that you're involved in is uh, in its second year in past history we've had anglers that to go to another level or make a f- career in fishing had to go elsewhere go back east and we lost a lot of good anglers from the west coast 
and they moved back east because they had to, to to make it. So we want to have a program available for our anglers here, which are the best in the, in the country, in my opinion. I live in the East Coast, do business on the West Coast, but I think our anglers by far here are more talented as a whole than our anglers back east because of all the diverse fisheries you have to fish here in the West. You know, it's funny you say that. I've talked to some bass pros that fish the Bassmaster Elite Series, and they'll say the same thing, that the talent level out here in the West is just as high, if not higher, than anywhere else. It's just you don't get the publicity out here because Bassmaster doesn't come out here. Major League Fishing doesn't come out here. And it's just really hard for some people who might have a day job out on the West Coast to make the time to trail their boats back to Oklahoma or Texas or Georgia or Florida. You know, it's just kind of a non-starter for a lot of those guys. But if you're here on the West Coast, it becomes doable. It is. You know, if, if they've got a program, the, you know, you mentioned that some of the organizations don't come here anymore. And that's true. But you have different companies, you know, like Bass that we use, for example, doesn't do business here. They have a federation event, divisional, that they all run out here. But it was not profitable for them. And the payouts at the ramp, we take very little to run our company. So most of our money that comes in goes back to the anglers. And, you know, you've got some pretty big names that are part of the Wild West Bass Tournament circuit here. The biggest probably is Ish Monroe. A lot of folks recognize him because he has fished a lot of Bassmaster tournaments in the past. True, true. We, You know, Jared Littner started with us last year. He moved back east. We've got a lot of elite pros and MLF pros that actually, you know, want to fish this and have interest in the Apex program that we're doing. And that's a good thing, obviously, when anglers see the value of what we're doing in competition. Something else that's uh, interesting to me, when you started out, it seemed like most of your anglers were from California and Arizona. Most of your tournaments were taking place in California. Wild West Bass Tournament Circuit has made a real push into the Northwest this year. You were at Banks Lake in Washington earlier. You spent a lot of time on the Columbia River here this past week and a half. You guys are kind of here to stay all up and down the West Coast, aren't you? Well, we see the value here in the Northwest, obviously, with the fisheries. We're having, actually, uh, you know, drought conditions in California, obviously up here as well, but you've got plenty of water to fish here and you know the communities you know bass fishing is growing up here it's, it's still not to the quality of the wall, walleye and other species obviously but we hope to get that up here that, that's important and you have world-class fisheries so that that helps a lot too Oh, it does. We do have great smallmouth bass fishing in the Columbia River Gorge, that's for sure. Let's talk a little bit about the Apex Pro Tour. How is that different from the Wild West Bass Tournament Circuit? These anglers that that fish the Apex Pro Tour are fishing solo in a boat by themselves. They qualify to uh, fish this event. In our Pro-Am series, you have to finish in the top ten to qualify to fish to get an invite to the apex series not everybody takes the invite obviously and we work down the list sometimes to do that obviously it's the second year you know our goal is to get 55 anglers and every year anglers are qualified we take 10 new and within the bottom 10 in standings will drop off and you got to fish well to to stay on board with apex tour but it, it is different here again these anglers fishing by themselves limited fields then our pro-ams we average you know 150 160 boats in a pro-am series and they're fishing pro in the front of the boat and a co-angler in the rear of the boat so that aspect and the tv coverage and media on the apex tour is you know second to none let's talk about the event that's going on here that would be the spartan 580 and you started in arlington you've been to the dells today we're at salilo park tell me more about this really long running tournament but the longest i've ever seen it is it is you know we, we wanted to do something a little different and pay homage to uh, aaron martins obviously a friend to all western anglers here anglers nationwide who was originally from california and one of our anglers is uh, really good friends with it david swinside they were uh, best friends and david 
David was his title sponsor, obviously his company that they work for, and we, we thought it was fitting to uh, pay you know homage to him and have an event. So the 580 Spartan 580, the 580 came about by the number of days that Aaron had to fight you know his battle with cancer before he lost. So that's where the name came from, you know, as far as that. So you started back on Sunday in Arlington, and you've whittled down the field from there. Yes, sir. We have. We whittled down here. The top 10 qualified to come over here and fish at the Dales. And we changed it up. The anglers did not know that we were going to make a venue change. So we kind of kept that under wraps. None of the anglers, the Apex Tour, pre-fish at all. No information 30 days before. So they can't get any information. And most of the anglers that are fishing today in the top 10 have never been on this pool. So I think one angler has been on this pool that has fished. So we try to keep it fair don't know where they're going fishing sometimes you know we change it up a little bit just to uh, you know keep it and the true talent rises to the top most of the time wow <laughs> that certainly is different than than most tournaments i mean the ones i fished much lower level you know i'm researching for months before i hit the water in terms of where i'm going to be where the fish might be to just show up at a place like this blind like you said the, the cream's going to rise to the top because that's not an easy thing to succeed at no, it's not. You know, if the anglers wanted this program. They wanted to keep it a fair playing grounds. We, we try to go to fisheries out of the way that maybe a lot of them have not fished before. So that's a, a big plus, and we try to keep it fresh and, and, do, and change up a little bit, and, but keeping our same format for the most part. So how has the fishing been here in the Columbia River Gorge during the last week? I presume it's pretty much all smallmouth bass. What kind of bags are we uh, looking at that are coming in every day for the weigh-ins? We've had last week when we were at uh, Arlington, obviously, we had a couple stringers over 20 pounds. The winner, Ken Ma, keyed on largemouth in day number two of the event and uh, qualified, obviously, to fish the last day, the top 10. And then he also proceeded to catch another 20 pounds on day three. That was a mixture of smallmouth and largemouth. So the bite's been phenomenal like the Columbia River. Everybody, the limit is five. We do a size limit a little bigger than most, 14 inches, although I know there's no size limit here on the river, but we, we have a 14-inch size limit. And we use a Tourney X program that, angler, that fans can follow along online and uh, see what their anglers do and they score you know after each catch so uh, when we have cell phone service it catches back up sometimes that's our only uh, issue from time to time is cell phone coverage you qualify to fish the last day based on not only weight total weight that is standard in most bass tournaments but also keeper count so the anglers that catch the most keepers that are 14 inches also have a chance to make the top 10 interesting so again it all comes down to today later this afternoon we're going to see who comes out on top here at the spartan 580 what is the prize for the winner the uh you know prize typically on most of our events we promote the trophy and the victory and stuff like this while we're building the circuit it's uh pretty phenomenal these anglers all fishing for more than their money that they've put in they have to commit for the whole year typically and they're money is based on how they finish overall in the total year for a championship and an angler of the year so just kind of similar to the masters you know a lot of folks don't know what the masters it's never about winning the masters and how much you made it's about the green jacket typically so you know it's 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 a little different format to it and as we're building this the circuit and getting new sponsors and we and that's the big plus of any tournament organization obviously have you know anglers that want to support you but also the sponsor base you know is a big deal well, there you go, folks. It's the Spartan 580, it's the Apex Pro Tour, and it's the Wild West Bass Tournament Circuit, all showing up here in the Columbia River Gorge this week. Find out more by just Googling Wild West Bass Tournament or Googling Apex Pro Tour. You'll find out more information, and if you're a bass angler out there, you might even get a chance to compete. Randy, thanks for sharing this with us today on Northwestern Outdoors Radio. John, thank you for having me, sir. I appreciate your time and uh, support us. Rise above us. 
got a bamboo pole and a leaky boat. It ain't much, but if you bail, it'll float. I'm gonna take you fishing, honey. You're gonna love it. Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter and has what you need as a hunter, angler, hiker, paddler, camper, and outdoors enthusiast. They also carry an extensive assortment of firearms and ammunition you simply can't find anymore at many big box stores. On top of that, their knowledgeable staff is here to help you purchase the right gear so you can get the most out of your outdoor experience. Visit your local Sportsman's Warehouse store today or shop online anytime at sportsmans.com. with more of the great outdoors on Northwestern Outdoors Radio with John Cruz. It's time for another Max Minute, brought to you every week by Max Lure. With us again is Bob Loomis. Hi, John. Bob, let's talk walleye today. And, you know, we talk a lot about walleye in Washington State, but we don't talk much about walleye in Montana and in Wyoming. And there's several good places to fish. Canyon Ferry Reservoir near Helena is one that pops to mind. What are a couple that come to your mind? You know, you've got everything. You know, you mentioned Washington. You've got the Columbia and the, and the Snake River. But, you know, you've got Yellowtail Reservoir that's over on the border of Wyoming, Montana. You know, there's a number of places that have some really good walleye fishing. Well, Max certainly has a whole bunch of lures that'll catch walleye any time of year, but you've got one in front of you that you're really recommending for the month of May and the month of June. Absolutely. The Smileblade Spindrift Walleye, John, is, is a tremendous, tremendous fishing tool. It's basically set up with the VMC's slow death type hook with a swivel on top of it. It's got a technical bend in it that makes when you thread it, it will end up uh, making the bait rotate. So it, it gives you that slow death type roll. Uh, we've got high UV beads and the forage base colored uh, pill floats and then on top of it you obviously can slow troll it with the uh, smile blade on top which generally is rigged up all of these are set up basically towards forage base colors looks like a formidable combination indeed especially if you got a crawler on there and if you can't fish crawlers you can fish plastics and catch fish too it is the max lure smile blade spindrift walleye you'll find it in sporting goods stores all over the greater Northwest and online at maxlure.com. That's the sound you hear when a fish hits the new sonic bait fish from Max Lure Company. This metal lure can be cast, trolled, or jigged, and will catch just about anything that swims in the sea, the river, or the lake. The sonic bait fish has a unique vibration and flutter that can be rigged in seven different ways. With all sorts of eye-catching colors and weights available, you'll be reaching for the sonic bait fish as your go-to lure. It's the sonic bait fish. And that's another fish on only from Max Lure Company. Sonic Boom's not included with a Sonic Bait Fish Strike unless you are fishing for jet fighters. Go fishing. Help salmon and make money. You can do it through September 30th by catching Northern Pike Minnow and turning them in for cash. Here's how it works. First, register at a designated station on the Columbia or Snake River. Then, go fishing. At the end of the day, turn in any pike minnow you catch 9 inches or longer and look for the ones with tags worth 500 bucks. You'll get vouchers for those pike minnow you turn in, and you mail those in for cash. Find out more at pikeminnow.org. 
Located in the northeast corner of Oregon, Wallowa County offers a unique destination rich in natural beauty and outdoors recreation. Enjoy the clear waters of Wallowa Lake. Take a tram to the top of Mount Howard for million-dollar views. Hike or ride into the Eagle Cap Wilderness and fish or raft the Wallowa and Grand Ronde Rivers. It's all waiting for you in beautiful Wallowa County. Plan your visit today at WallowaCountyChamber.com. That's WallowaCountyChamber.com. You're back in with Northwestern Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz, and we have a winner for this big bass tournament that's been going on here in the Columbia River Gorge near the Dalles. The winner is Luke Johns. He just won the Spartan 580, a grueling multi-day tournament the likes I've never seen before. Luke, congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's uh, it was an awesome event, and I got to say, you guys have an amazing fishery up here. The Columbia River is really something special. Well, you've been on the road bass fishing for almost two weeks now. You started in Arlington, fished three days there, then you came down towards the Dalles, and this was a what's supposed to be a five-day tournament. You had one day canceled for weather, and the Dalles part, that was a Spartan 580, wasn't it? Yeah, that's correct. So we've been on the water for, what is that, almost eight days in a row now, and it definitely takes your toll on your body, but I mean, getting up and going, being able to fish every day is, is something you know I can't be mad about no matter what happens. Well, I'll tell you what. There was only 10 of you here, the cream of the crop. You started with 40 in Arlington, whittled it down to 10 for the 580 here, and you came out on top, and you had one heck of a bag on the final day, and it was only the weight for the final day that counted over 18 pounds. That is a lot of smallmouth bass. Was it all smallmouth, or did you find some largemouth, too? No, I, I looked for the largemouth today. I went in the back of one little creek and couldn't find anything, but yeah, I just targeted all smallmouth. So what I did was basically found areas where we had current breaks, whether it was the backside of an island, or you know if you had a big rock pile on the front of an island, and those smallmouth just set up right behind those. So I threw a Kitek for the most part and i just throw it up basically onto the rock pile or, or right along the current break and then just slow roll it through there and those smallmouth are just incredibly smart they know they just sit right there and just wait for anything to come by and it's just the perfect ambush point for them so that's uh, pretty much how i fish today and then the rest of this week i i was targeting areas similar to that it's all current related and you know the kitek and a picasso spinnerbait were just two phenomenal baits for me this week Gotta ask, you're from Folsom, California. You're not really familiar with the Columbia River. I know you fished up by the Tri-Cities before, uh, but you figured it out in a hurry, that's for sure. How old are you? Because you look a heck of a lot younger than me. I'm 22 years old, so I've been tournament bass fishing for, I think, the last seven or eight, and I do get that quite a lot that I'm, you know, one of the younger guys, so... It's just something I love to do. I grew up bass fishing and trout fishing when I was a little kid. And then once I found out there was tournaments, I just had to start doing them. And it's been phenomenal. I mean, the bass fishing community is such a welcoming community. And I'm friends with so many of the guys out here. And it's just, uh, it's phenomenal when you get to come out here and, you know, fish against your friends pretty much and compete against them doing what you love. Why the Wild West bass tournament circuit? 
So originally the Wild West Bass Tournament Circuit, they offered a team series, which I wanted to fish, which was lower level. So if you're looking for entry level tournaments, that's a great place to start is the team events. You get to fish with a buddy, they're one day events, and you know, the winner takes home over $10,000 in most of the events. So it's pretty phenomenal. And I do believe they have a series for the teams in Oregon and Washington now. So Right. They have rapidly expanded from, yes. from your base in California, Arizona, and you're definitely having a lot more tournaments up here, which is great, folks, for all of you listening here today. So is this your full-time job, bass fishing? No, no, not my Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I'm working on that. Uh, But right now I actually work at a fishing store. It's called Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Well, that's their online site. But if you guys want to go find some tackle, that's where I work. And you can support me and and the business I work for. So I pretty much deal with fishing 24-7, I guess. I'm not quite fishing full-time, but, I mean, that's what I do. I work fishing and come out here on all my free time and fish. Well, if you're beating a group of anglers like this and dominating with the bag that you bagged today i mean i see a bright future for you so i gotta ask are you looking at maybe doing the bass nation trying to qualify for the bass master classic through one of the championships are you looking at doing something with major league fishing you know what's the next step for you do you think you know, I, I want to take this as far as I can go with it, for sure. I don't know exactly what my plan is timeline-wise because there's so many moving parts to go with this. And, you know, if you're a bass fisherman, you know this is one expensive game to play. So right now, you know, I'm fishing the Apex Tour, and, I, you know, I hope it takes off and we have a West Coast series that we could fish, you know, potentially for a living. But, you know, if that doesn't come to fruition in the next couple of years, then i probably go back and, and fish back east somewhere, whether it's uh, MLF or Bassmaster. But for right now, I I like California and I like the West Coast, so I'm going to stay here. The champion of the Apex Pro Tour, Spartan 580, Luke Johns. He's made it through a grueling eight days of bass fishing. He's the champion of this tournament that went from May 16th all the way through the 21st. Congratulations. Look forward to following you and seeing you do great things in the future, Luke. Thank you. I appreciate it. Next up on Northwestern Outdoors Radio, we've dropped in at Gorge Outfitters Supply in Rufus, Oregon, right by the Columbia River and the mouth of the John Day River. The reason why? Well, their annual Catfish Derby is happening this weekend. That's right, today and tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday. Lots of fun being had at the mouth of the John Day. With us here to tell you more is the owner of Gorge Outfitters Supply, Wendy Boyer. Wendy, great to have you back on the air. Hey, John, always good to see you. Thank you. How many years have you been doing this Catfish Derby now? I have been doing the Derby for about seven years, but the Derby was also taking place before I even purchased the store. We've just advanced it annually. And you always do it in late May. Why is that? It's kind of the kickoff to summer and get the families out on the water enjoying some nice weather. Well, the nice thing about this is you don't have to have a boat to participate. You can fish right off the bank, can't you? You sure can. There's about an eight-mile stretch of the lower uh, John Day arm that is involved in the tournament for the fishing. And a lot of uh, contestants will actually fish off the bank. What's the tried and true bait that most people are throwing out there for these channel cats? That's a top secret. Some will not tell us. I hear uh, there's a secret. Well, what are you selling here? I know you're selling some bait more than others. There's a secret recipe for hot dogs, I hear. But we do sell a lot of chicken liver and shrimp. Right. That's more than fair. And typically, what does it take to catch the heaviest catfish? You just need to get out there and uh, find the deep holes and get on the bottom with some good stink bait and, and wait for them to bite. What is considered a big catfish when it comes to this derby? We have seen annually the, uh, in the last few years, the biggest is usually about 15 pounds. 
that's not a bad channel cat at all. So you've got a first, second, and third place prize for the heaviest catfish. You've also got a first, second, and third for the longest. You and I both know this, but most people kind of think intuitively that the heaviest is the longest. Does that happen sometimes? It really doesn't. You'd be surprised. It does not. So you've got those prizes. You've got a first place prize for the kids' biggest overall if they're 10 years and under. you got something very interesting. First place for garbage collection. Explain this one. We thought we would add this in new for the Derby just because we hear the contestants, once they get up there for the Derby, there's been a lot of garbage left along the riverbank from the previous fishermen, and it's our chance to help clean up the riverbanks and get the contestants involved and make it a little fun and throw a contest in there. I think that's a wonderful idea. And folks, if you're participating in the Catfish Derby and you're not catching anything, well, you've always got a chance to win that. And if nothing else, you're doing your good deed. How much does it cost to buy a ticket to take part in the Catfish Derby? So the entry fee for the Catfish Derby is $50. That $50 entry fee covers your dinner at the award ceremony, which will be on Sunday, and also will get you into the live music as well. All right. So it's definitely going to be a party there. And who is providing the music this year? Our local band, Countryfied. So we will have them annually. This is their second annual event that they've played for us, and they're very well known in the area. Where does the ceremony take place? Is it down at the Army Corps of Engineers Park at the John Day, or is it here in Rufus? We are going to have the award ceremony at the City Lot here in Rufus. All right. So lots of fun, folks. If you're looking for something to do this weekend, head on over to Rufus, buy your tickets at Gorge Outfitters Supply, and go catfishing. You just might catch something and win a prize. And I guess we should talk about the prizes. You keep that really under wraps. People have no idea what the first, second, and third place prizes are, do they? No, they do not. They're always asking and wanting to find out what the prizes are. We like to keep that top secret just so we can surprise everybody. And I can tell you that the prize structure that we give out every year is exceptional. A lot of excellent, good, good prizes. We don't offer cash prizes. It's all gifts of some sort. Well, I got a little inside information, not from you, Wendy, but from somebody else. And I can confirm there's some very worthwhile prizes that you can be winning here. So again, come on out to Rufus this weekend. Drop by Gorge Outfitter Supply. Buy your tickets for the Catfish Derby, even if you don't catch any fish. Go to the awards ceremony, enjoy dinner, enjoy some music. It's going to be a great time. It's all happening this weekend in Rufus and the mouth of the John Day River. Thanks as always, Wendy. Yes, thank you. And this event is open to the public. You don't need to enter the Derby, but it is a great time to come to the party. Sounds great. Public lands and waters are integral to our outdoor heritage. Become a member of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers and stand up for our public lands and waters. Visit backcountryhunters.org today. I fish lots of lakes. I fish them all year round. No, I fish lots of lakes. Everywhere I'm bound. Can't say which lake's the best until I try all the rest. Going fishing, fishing, fishing. All fish, maple lake, French lake, Grand lake, cedar lake, pleasant lake, clear lake, bass lake, otter lake, goose lake, gall lake, round lake, bear lake, rice lake, sugar lake. Next up on Northwestern Outdoors Radio, I'm talking to John. John works for Columbia Bank. He is a pillar of the community here in the Dalles, Oregon. And he is one of these celebrities that got to fish with a pro on the community day here in the Dalles. And I got to do the same too. We both had a great time. John, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we did have a great time. Tell me a little bit about your day and the pro you fished with. 
my pro Jeff, man, we had a great time. We we left the dock there, and he took me to area. I live here, and there's areas that I didn't fish up along these islands behind them because I'm always too scared to go in there. You know, you don't know what rocks are hidden. And, of course, and the, of course. These bass guys like to get in nice and tight to spots, and, and I'm, I'm not a bass fisherman. We fish for all kinds of other stuff, but not targeting bass. So this was a great experience to fish with these pros, see how they do it, and catch some nice fish. Did you catch a lot of fish today during this three-hour tournament? Yeah, we caught a fair amount. The pro, Jeff, said that it was slower today. It was a really slow catch, and where we were, where he, he went to some spots where he was pretty secure in that current seam, and we weren't picking off like we would, and so we did move quite a bit. We moved as well. I, I know my pro, Bo Fletcher, was saying the water was way up from normal. The winds were way down, and that might have affected where the fish were today, but we also caught more than our share of fish had a great time beautiful day to be out on the water here and it was just a ton of fun experiencing this wonderful smallmouth bass fishery that's found right here in the columbia river gorge now your background is actually not as a bass fisherman uh you love to fish for two other species in in this area don't you Yes, I do. You know, walleye and salmon and sturgeon, too, are really good here. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. So what's your favorite of the three? Oh, I think salmon. You know, what do they call that when the tug is the drug? Yes, yes. (laughs) When you get that big salmon on or steelhead and it takes, especially if you're flatlining a plug or hover fishing and it's just used straight to the fish with no gear in between and they take you for a ride, that's a lot of fun. And you get a nice 20-pound or plus salmon and that's it's real rewarding and it's a lot of fun oh it certainly is so you know we've got two species of salmon primarily that are targeted in the columbia river gorge we've got the chinook salmon and there's springers there's summer runs there's fall run chinook and then we've got coho salmon that also show up in the fall what are the hot spots in this area around the dallas to fish for them well, a lot of guys just go right where we were bass fishing. I haven't tried it because I'm always at my tried and true spots. Uh, you know, the mouths of the rivers, the confluences, the click tat, and the deschutes, which is above the dials, click tat below. So those are the, the spots to go to to really target the, the salmon when they're coming in. Let's talk about walleye, because I know you and your wife really enjoy the taste of walleye and catching them, too. Yes, we do. We love walleye fishing, and we we like doing it right here because we can be on the water in five minutes from our house, you know, so we really enjoy this. In fact, I think some of our difficulty today, they're pushing a lot of water. You know, sometimes the spring, the dams release a lot of water for all kinds of purposes, flushing smolts, uh, power generation. But they're real, I think the water level's higher today, and that really spreads the walleye out. And I don't know if that's the same with the bass, so if they're, you know, where their weather conditions and if they're moving a lot of water, it changes the fishery. I think this fishery changes, like Jeff Michaels today was telling me, not just daily, it, you know, hourly. Right. Uh, the fish are hanging in different spots and following different current seams once the water level gets up and the current changes. No, I think you're absolutely right about that. And folks, uh, the walleye here, they're prolific, especially here in the Dalles, right below the Dalles Dam. You can also catch them really well up by Rufus, right below the John Day Dam. And they can get pretty big, too. What's the biggest walleye you have caught here in the Columbia River Gorge? You know, I, you know, I don't know. We ate it, but I don't know how big it was. <laughs> You know, but I think the keepers, you know, I, I know about the length. We usually keep around the, the 1920 inchers, you know. And so I'm, those are your two and a half, three pounders. Two and a half, three pounders. I think the biggest one we got, probably the five pounder. That's uh, a nice walleye. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, you know, not a trophy walleye, but it's a good walleye. But folks, especially in the early spring, 
you have a legitimate shot of catching a 10 plus pound walleye and local guide ed iman unofficially caught and released a what was probably a world record walleye of over 20 pounds a few years ago but we don't talk about that with ed <laughs> no no we don't <laughs> yeah no pictures or nothing anyway but no we commonly go out and uh we'll catch a lot of walleye but we don't keep very many we you know we'll keep a few for dinner and one for fresh dinner and the rest we fillet and have in the freezer so you know we throw the small ones back we throw the big ones back and keep the like i said the 19 20 inches and last but not least we got to talk about the river monsters here the sturgeon oh man they're awesome i actually had an opportunity to fish this last summer i was a crew boat a camera boat for a tv program that was filmed here and we caught an 11 and a 13 footer oh my gosh and they got them on film, and, and so it was neat to see those. And I've been out with some of the guys, and we've caught quite a bit of a sturgeon ourselves, too. They're catch and release. It's just a lot of fun, especially in the summer. Water's flat, warm day. You just sit on anchor and enjoy the time. Bottom line, folks, lots of great fishing to be found here at the Dalles and the surrounding area in the Columbia River Gorge. Whether you're after smallmouth bass, and, and by the way, the pros, they were catching like 60-plus bass a day, each of them, during the tournament here. I mean, this is a great fishery. It's a fantastic walleye fishery. It's a fabulous salmon fishery, especially this year. And don't forget some of the other species too like sturgeon and we didn't even get into the silly shad we'll leave that for another time so john thanks for sharing all of this with us today do appreciate it and i'm glad you had a great time on the water thank you very much and one more thing folks if you want to find out more about planning a stay here in the dalles which not only offers great fishing but has several guides you can book with and also offers some great lodging great restaurants and breweries and wineries and more go to explorethedals.com that's the website for the dalles area chamber of commerce explorethedals.com in other news the copper river sockeye season in alaska has arrived and our friends at cena sea they have been catching some of those copper river sockeye salmon and they are packaging them up so that they can deliver them right to your door if you are looking for literally the best tasting salmon in the entire world you've got to get copper river sockeye salmon you've got to get it from cena sea they handle it with care they package it with care and again they deliver it right to your door in six ounce portions perfect meal size portions you can get a four pack for 93 dollars. and if you spend 150 or more you actually get free shipping so Go to cenasea.com. That's S-E-N-A-S-E-A, cenasea.com. Order some fresh Copper River sockeye salmon and enjoy an absolutely succulent and delicious meal of some of the finest salmon you will ever eat in your entire life. The website again, cenasea.com. And don't forget to use the promo code Outdoors Radio. It lets them know that you're listening and that you enjoy seafood from Cena Sea. Not only that, you'll get 10% off your entire order. And with that, we'll end this segment with a little music from John Kurkowski, the man who loves to fish everywhere. Maple Lake, French Lake, Grand Lake, Cedar Lake, Pleasant Lake, Clear Lake, Bass Lake, Cotter Lake, Goose Lake, Gull Lake, Round Lake, Pearl Lake, Rice Lake, Sugar Lake, Mud Lake, Long Lake, Ant Lake, Swan Lake, Lake of the Woods, oh, I fish everywhere.
Want to go fishing and make money? You are in luck. This year's Pike Minnow Sport Reward Fishery kicks off May 1st. Just register at a check station and go fishing for 9-inch or longer northern pike minnow within designated waters of the Columbia or Snake River. Then you bring your fish back and collect a voucher good for a cash reward. The more fish you catch, the more they're worth. Catch a pike minnow with a special tag and you've landed 500 bucks. Find out more at pikeminnow.org. That's pikeminnow.org. Enjoy a meal of wild Alaskan seafood delivered right to your door. Sea offers premium quality wild Alaskan fish and shellfish to include Copper River King and Silver Salmon, Halibut, Black Cod, King Crab, and of course, Copper River Sockeye Salmon. Order it blast frozen or smoked and experience a slice of Alaska for a special meal you won't forget. Buy your seafood now at SeaNaSea.com. That's S-E-N-A-S-E-A, SeaNaSea.com. Backcountry Hunters and Anglers is the voice for your public lands, waters, and wildlife. From the Canadian Yukon to the Florida Everglades, we're stepping up to conserve North America's public lands, defend our hunting and fishing traditions, and expand access to the outdoors. Find out how you can get involved at backcountryhunters.org. Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter, full of the gear you need to succeed this hunting season. Firearms, ammo, archery equipment, decoys, clothing, boots, and more. You'll find it all at Sportsman's Warehouse. Better still, the knowledgeable staff can help you with tips and in-store seminars, all designed to help you bag a trophy or a limit. Find a location near you or shop online today at sportsmans.com. We've got time for one more shot of Northwestern Outdoors Radio with John Cruz. I'm glad you're back. It is Memorial Day weekend, the unofficial kickoff to camping season and, dare I say, backyard grilling season, too. And whether you're after a tent, a sleeping bag, a lantern, a propane stove, backyard grill, pellet grill, or any accessories for the campsite or back patio cooking, the place to go is the same. It's your local Sportsman's Warehouse store. There's some 128 stores located around the nation, a lot of them right here in the western U.S. So head on down to a store near you and take advantage of the sale going on this weekend. And you can also shop online anytime at all at sportsmans.com. And now it's time for your Sportsman's Warehouse Trivia Question of the Week. And this one I don't think is going to be too hard for you. It's about America's first national park. It's celebrating its 150th birthday this year, and it's found within the listening area of our seven-state region. If you go there, you'll get a chance to see big game animals, including bison and wolves and maybe grizzly bears, thermal features like geysers, and a chance to catch trout out of the lakes and streams there, too. Do you know the name of America's first national park? If you do, you know what to do. Go to our website at northwesternoutdoors.com, shoot us an email with the answer, or go to our Facebook page, look for the post thread where we have this question, and give us your answer there. By the way, if you haven't already, please like and follow our Northwestern Outdoors Radio Facebook page, and maybe our America Outdoors Radio Facebook page too. It really does help us when you do. 
As always, one lucky person who guesses right will win the $25 gift card we give away every week from America's premier outfitter, Sportsman's Warehouse. I hope you enjoyed our visit to the Dells in Oregon this week. As you heard from John Farquharzen, there is some great fishing to be found around here for salmon, steelhead, walleye, and sturgeon. And as you heard from Randy McBride and Luke Johns with the Apex Pro Tour and Wild West Bass Trail, this is a first-rate smallmouth bass fishery that doesn't get the press it should. And by the way, you can have success on the Columbia River catching bass from shore too. I went out pike minnow fishing the day before I went out for the Fish with a Pro event, and I caught four bass in about 30 minutes up to two pounds. So yes, you can definitely have success whether you're in a boat or onshore Head on out there. And if you're looking for something to do during this Memorial Day weekend, don't forget that Catfish Derby in Rufus, Oregon on the Lower John Day River. No boat is required to fish here. And you can either camp at a U.S. Army Corps of Engineer Park in the area or stay at a hotel in Rufus or the Dalles if you're looking for more than a day trip. Either way, though, that Sunday afternoon awards dinner, raffle, and live music event looks to be a whole lot of fun. You can pick up your tickets for that Catfish Derby and all that goes with it at Gorge Outfitter Supply in Rufus. As for our other guests, you can find out more about the Wild West Bass Trail and the Apex Pro Tour on their Facebook pages or at wildwestbasstrail.com. And as for planning a trip to the Dalles and the beautiful Columbia River Gorge for some fishing or wildflower hikes or great bicycling or to enjoy the wineries, breweries, and restaurants found here, just go to the Dalles Area Chamber of Commerce website. You'll find that at explorethedals.com. That's explorethedals.com. It's time to wrap up this special Memorial Day edition of Northwestern Outdoors Radio. And as we do, I hope you'll not only have a lot of fun outside this weekend, but I hope you'll also take a moment and recognize and remember those who not only serve, but sacrifice for our country. That's really what Memorial Day is all about. Until next time, do take care, God bless, and make it a point to spend some time outdoors. Outdoors.